Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hi there, it's Laura Wasser. And if anyone knows how much divorce sucks, it's me. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces. Creating peace in families is how I lost my voice. From the top of the food chain all the way down to my very first case, which was my own divorce when I was 25. I wrote the book on divorce, or I wrote a book on divorce. It's called It Doesn't Have to Be That Way, How to Divorce Without Destroying Your Family or Bankrupting Yourself. That book became a bestseller because it presented another option for ending a marriage, one that doesn't necessarily include lawyers and one that leaves more money in both parties' bank accounts and less animosity in their hearts. We created It's Over Easy, the one-stop breakup divorce resource online with the same principles in mind. So welcome to the Divorce Sucks podcast, where we talk about breaking up, getting divorced, and moving on. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hey listeners, I'm Laura Wasser. I'm Johnny Rains. And this is the Sunny Side Up Report. And this week's divorce stories are snatched from the latest global headline news. We start with an overall look at marriages in 2019 and how wedded bliss today is almost identical to marriages in the 60s. Hmm. And then we drill down into the horror that even your best friends can inflict at a wedding. By the end, we're seeing that parenting on your own may be so damn good that you can even sleep more than your married counterparts. And who doesn't love more sleep? Starting with the first article, why bad marriages suck so much now and why good marriages are really strong. This is an interesting article where this uh, psychologist who is a guest on the self-help podcast, his name is Eli Finkel, he breaks marriages uh, down by chronology. Um, He says that uh, if you look to history um, and study the role of marriages, you can kind of see like the evolution of human societies. So why why do marriages suck so much now? Well, he calls marriages of today. Uh, these are the uh, you know this era started in the 1960s. This is the self-expressive era, uh, and you know I, I, I read this article and I don't really know why he thinks they suck so much. I think he's saying that when they're good, they're they're better I today. See. Okay. All right. Our next article was written by Christine Tarbert, senior lifestyle and entertainment producer uh, with Yahoo Lifestyle Australia. Bride left in tears after entire wedding bets on when couple would divorce. Well, that isn't very cool. (laughs) Best man has taken to ask, am I the asshole for taking bets on when the bride and groom who was his friend, would get divorced. He explains that the idea was to take bets of $50 and have people guess which year the pair might get divorced. If anyone would end up getting it right, they would win the lot. All up, $3,000 was collected on the night. And if the couple lasted longer than the latest bet, they would take home the winnings, which to me doesn't sound like bad odds. <laughs> no, but he, there, that was the twist that I meant to convey to them. Sure, it was a real bet, but if they stayed together, they could win three grand in 2041. <laughs> Evidently, that wasn't quite doing it. No, and unfortunately, the bride ended her lovely wedding day in tears. And um, people that commented said, yes, you are, in fact, the asshole. Another wrote. <laughs> All right. Next, from uh, Celebrity News, which, yes. where, which is the habitat in, where, in which Johnny dwells. And surprise, surprise, Jude Law got married secretly to Philippa Cohen. Uh, she is a... Quote, this is from her website, business psychologist and behavior change specialist. What do you think that is? I don't know. 
Yeah, well, they, she's now Mrs. Law. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Mrs. Law. Well, congratulations, guys. And then from People.com, Alexia Fernandez wrote about actress Rhea Perlman mm. revealing that she'll never divorce her ex because there's no good reason to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why it's difficult for other people, but... Danny and I have always loved each other, and we have three amazing children together, and we really agree on almost everything important. That's how I feel, too. Well, first I feel, why bother getting married? But then if you are married, why bother getting divorced? Yeah, and but, it's, it, you know, it, it, they, it sucks. Get it? Name of the show. Ba-dum-bum. Okay. Um, but, however, yes. um, from Slate.com, Lara Bazelon. Bazelon? Bazelon tells us about single mothers. A new study shows that single moms spend less time on housework and more time on leisure and sleeping compared to married moms. About that. Yeah, I was going to say, you, I, I've known you a long time and I don't think you sleep more than not, a married mom. Not sleeping, yeah. but the leisure. Yes. Well. Yeah. Shopping. <laughs> Today, one third of the children in the United States are living with an unmarried parent, which is up 15% from when we were kids. Generally, this development is viewed as a societal turn for the worse. Single mothers are stereotyped as harried, lonely, and miserable, too burdened by solitary drudgery to have much of a life. None of which seem to define you. Yes. (laughs) But it goes on to to say, as you were pointing out in the summary, um, that that single moms seem to be living life on their own terms. Right. It's interesting. It says that transitions into parenthood among married couples increase mother's household and care work and reduce father's household work even among couples with egalitarian patterns before the birth of a child. This is kind of like what our friend Eve Rodsky was talking about in her book Fair Play which comes out this fall. Why is this? According to the study, a major factor is the stubbornly gendered nature of heterosexual marriage that ratchets up the demand for housework and childcare performed by women even when both husband and wife work similar hours for similar pay. Single mothers, on the other hand, have no need or even opportunity to perform gender by demonstrating obeisance to centuries-old conceit that good mothers prioritize everyone else but themselves because there's no not much point in putting on a play if there's no audience. I, I also think that just from watching you parent your kids, you know, you you're you're you have to take on both roles. So there's there's you're, you're the only person you have to please is yourself. Right. It says divorce, as it turns out, can bring freedom not only from a broken relationship but from the day-to-day grind that is the performance of motherdom. Interesting. (laughs) Well, that is a high point to end on. I'm going to grab our guest. I'm so excited. Today we've got Khloe Kardashian in the studio. I'll be right back, Tommy. So while she's out of the room, I'm going to share something with you all today. Not only is today the day when Khloe Kardashian visits Divorce Sucks, But I want to mention that this week is special for another reason. It is Laura's birthday on Thursday. And to celebrate, she's being honored by the Los Angeles Center for Law and Justice at their annual gala. The LACLJ is honoring Laura for her tireless work providing access to justice for so many individuals who might not otherwise be able to afford assistance with their family law matters. We are really excited for the event this Thursday evening, May 23rd. And for any listeners interested in attending the gala or making a donation from afar, please go to laclj.networkingforgood.com. That's laclj.networkingforgood.com. And click on the link for the 46th Anniversary Awards Gala. The agency's vision is a strong community where families are safe, stable, and free from injustice. 
Donations will help survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault build safety and stability for themselves and their families. I can say with confidence that divorce may never be a fun process. However, we are doing everything we can to disrupt the conversation with a brand new philosophy that perceives divorce as an evolution. So don't despair. This is a new chapter, and it can be very, very daunting. But I do believe with the divorce rate being what it is, it's happening. So let's move on. Today's episode of Divorce Sucks is just about that, navigating a breakup and moving on to your next chapter. And you're ready for a treat today that is sweeter than candy. Candy with a K. She's the youngest sister of the most powerful sisterhood in Hollywood. She's a mom, a best-selling author, a model and fashion designer, and an entrepreneur, whom all of you know from the hit reality TV series she stars in with her family called Keeping Up with the Kardashians. OMG, welcome to Divorce Sucks, Chloe Kardashian. What an intro. Thank you. Johnny wrote the intro. <laughs> but it's true. Well, I'm and I'm flattered by it. We Thank are you. so psyched that you're here. We have always, all of us listening and in the room, and just so you know, listeners, there's a lot of people in the room, been in awe of your family. You guys are kind of the, the cultural pulse of this country, but also of this time. And, and when I started thinking about having you on and thinking about the things that we usually talk about on the show, I was like, shit, she covers all of them. You can talk <laughs> about co-parenting. You can talk about divorce, both your own and your parents. You can talk about how it takes a village to raise children. Mm-hmm. You can talk about heartache and new chapters and being an entrepreneur and being a woman in today's society who works and has a kid and figures out how to juggle everything. So we and can... I'm only 23. So how did all this happen? <laughs> and you're only 23. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, oh, and an author writing books. So we can jump in anywhere, but let's kind of try to be chronologically intelligent about this. Your parents split up in 91. So how old were you then, Chloe? I was about four or five. Okay. Um, and I don't remember a lot of, like, Courtney and Kim have a totally different perspective of their divorce. It was... To them, they remember a lot of fighting and my parents weren't happy. And I don't remember any of that. Um, All I remember was I used to think Bruce was the coolest person. My dad was a businessman and never wore a pair of my uh, my stepdad wore a uh, Reebok pump sneakers. (laughs) And that's literally the first thing I remember about him. I would sit by his feet and pump the air into his shoes. And I just thought it was so cool. It was just different than my dad. And I always remember, though, how amazing Um, I'm sure now that I've gone through it myself trying to co-parent that my dad, I never, ever knew it was hard for them. Right. They were so seamless with it. I never, ever heard my parents talk disrespectfully about the other one. Right. And then after a couple years, I would say like five or six years of their divorce, they started hanging out a lot. Um, My stepdad and my real dad would play golf together like once a week. My dad would come over for family dinners and... I'm sure that's really hard, but yeah. I watch Courtney and Scott do it now. Yeah. And they're so great with it. But I mean, as a kid, I didn't know my parents were so good at not letting us feel whatever they were going through. Right. And so that's something that I really want to like emulate and try to just even be better at that. Even as adults, my mom talks about my dad in the highest regard. And I know. We had, we had her on the podcast last year and she just spoke so highly of him. Yes, in the moment, it's hard, Mm -hmm. but it feels like even a generation before, and you know, my dad represented your mom Mm -hmm. when they split up, and 
I mean, my parents did the same thing. And so yeah. that's why I'm kind of out there trying to say to people like, hey, I can practice what I preach. I watched my parents do it in the most civilized, amazing way. And I'm doing it with the dads of my two sons, right. just like Courtney and Scott, just like you and Tristan. I mean, it's totally doable. What we're trying to get out there is... Folks, you can do this and you can have kids that ra- that are raised in a more well-rounded, secure kind of a way. And you can, and it's but it it still does suck. It can does I, can suck. I curse? Yes. <laughs> you can I go further than okay. that. You can it, even switch no, out the it, first letter. It, it's all good. It does f***ing <laughs> suck. It does. Um and there's moments that because our personal emotions are still in there and for me, you know, uh Tristan and I broke up not too long ago, so it's really raw. Yes. And so those emotions could be heightened at times, but I do everything in my power to not even bring true is one and like a month old. Right. So she's doesn't really know what's happening, but to me she does know and right. she feels energy and I'm a big believer of that. So totally. I do everything in my power to not put I wouldn't like just any sort of heavy energy around her. Right. Maybe that sounds a little too like bohemian to some people. No, but. no, I think it's really true. I mean, I saw photos of the birthday party that mm-hmm. was last month and mm-hmm. Tristan was there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's amazing for her. Who knows if they remember their first birthday, but there'll be pictures, and especially I, in this family, there will be pictures. There will so. be, and I didn't do it because I thought she was going to remember this first party. No. And first of all, the party, you know, there's like unicorns and p- things she's like, doesn't even know. I could have got stuffed animals. Right. It was really for me. I just <laughs> wanted a happy, <laughs> heavenly place. But I know that she's going to want to look back at all of her childhood memories like we all do. Me and my sisters, we will sit on the floor looking at our old photo albums, talking. We don't remember. We remember what our parents told us. And we act like we know everything about this photo. Right. And I want to give her the same thing. Totally. And I know her dad is a great person. I know how much he loves her and cares about her. So I want him to be there. And it was, you know, civilized and we did it. (laughs) Now, where, where is he living right now? He lives in Ohio. That's where he uh, plays. That's where he lives. Right. And then he lives in Tor- He's from Toronto. Okay. And then True and he's I. He's Canadian? He's Canadian. Oh, I don't think I knew that about yeah. Tristan. Okay. He's Canadian. Um, I think he's been in Ohio for like seven years. Okay. And then uh, True and I live here in LA or Calabasas. In the compound. Yeah, in the compound. So let's talk a little bit about that. One thing that I've always felt really lucky about is that I'm from LA. My family's here. I, my, my oldest friends from elementary and high school are here. Um, for you guys particularly, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a single mom and being able to have all of these cousins and aunties around and uncles yeah. is must be amazing. It's the best ever. And even before I became a mom, I always felt that I had the responsibility of acting as if I was the second or third or fourth mom in line. Right. Um, you know, I always do how my sisters, each sister parents differently. So I have to respect their parenting technique and rules when I'm either babysitting or helping because they get out of line and, you know, they get outnumbered. So, you know, Court has three and Kim's about to have four. And sometimes they know that they can outnumber their mom if we're alone and they'll try. And so an auntie has to step in and, but it's, you do have to remember, you have to discipline or whatever their rules are. I have to do what like, Courtney would want. So what Courtney- are some of the cha- what are some of the differences for example? Like what does Courtney do differently from you or for Kim from Kim or whatever? Kim and I are way more militant, I think. We're very structured and have schedules and like we do what we say. And I think Courtney is very she likes them to have um a lot of options or choices and sometimes she's not as stern because I think she's just overwhelmed and she does have the oldest kids. Right. Um 
Yeah, let me just tell you because mine just my oldest just turned fourteen yesterday. Oh, fourteen! It's easy to be overwhelmed. Like I, you got to pick your battles, man, because it is like yeah. Oh no, there's a lot of eye rolling. I am not ready for the teenage years, but I have have time. I know it goes by like that, but I have I have time. But um, and also like Kim will give a timeout like that. Like she believes in timeouts, and I don't know. Courtney does, but she has to be like pushed to the timeout, right? So and how, where does more. mom come in and all this? Is Chris one of those oh, no. grandmothers who will say, oh, it's okay, it's fine? Or is she like, they should be wearing a sweater? She's both. That's my mom. <laughs> well, no, she's always like, they, they're, everyone's cold and they need to eat. But it's more like, they like. so True's never had sugar. Like she's had like fruit, anything natural. I'm not giving her like pixie sticks right. or whatever, you know. And she like, this is outrageous. And she's like, she needs syrup. You got to give her this. She's got, I'm like, what are you giving her like early diabetes? What's wrong with you? <laughs> so she's one of those moms that like, I'm really like, I'm torturing true by not right. allowing her to have like a Hershey bar. Do or you whatever. really think your mom's not giving her some sugar when she's with no, her? No, that's why I will not leave her alone with her. <laughs> because we found out the other kids were like, we want to go to Lovey's house. And they were like, it's so cute. They really want to go to Lovey's all the time. And then Kim found out because she's like sneaking sna- saint all these cookies all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was addicted Wanting to going to, go to Lovey's. So <laughs> she could spoil her grandchildren more, which I think is the job of a grandparent. Right. But um, and no one gets really mad at her. It's right. just like, oh, come on. You know, they've got to eat dinner first. And now she's like, oh, it's fine. What's their relationship with your grandmother? Chris's mom. Oh my God, she's amazing. Um, MJ. Yeah. She. We just had dinner with her the other night, and some of the kids. And she's older. I think she's like, I want to say eighty-seven. Yeah, and she's still driving, but right? I think yeah, she, she does. She gets nervous sometimes, me but too. she is. I know I do too. <laughs> she's, and now I get more n- nervous knowing that MJ is on the road, <laughs> right? No, but she's so fabulous, and she comes over looking perfect and. She was just like, oh, these kids, because they're just, they're kids. Right. And I don't think she, it's like, once you have a little break, you forget yes. how loud kids can be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you diaper your child with, oh, with those my nails? nails. Oh, yeah. Are you going to pull a Kim KW on me? No, why did she say that? Oh, Kim, don't you all have those nails? Just no. me, well, me and Kylie. Kylie okay. And I yes, do. Kylie. And Kylie's and diapering too. I'm guessing. If we can clean our own cells, I was going to say that next. That was my clean. next question. So it's a lot easier to watch me doing it than you know right. figuring it out myself. So you're doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. And I do a good I'm job. I'm not going to picture it. I'm just no, going to take your word for it. it. But okay. it's Kim. When I um, was just about to have the baby, Courtney and Kim were like, okay, you've got to cut your nails. You could, you're could, you not going to be able to function, and you're never going to be able to take a bath again. And I was like- A bath? I can't take a bath again. We were in San Francisco, and they literally, this will be your last bath. And I remember this like haunted me. Why no bath? I don't know. And literally, I was like, what do you mean? She sleeps 12 hours a night. I, can do, I could do cartwheels right. in a bath if I wanted to. So- you're bathing, and you're can, wiping, I'm things bathing. are happening, yeah, it's all I'm good. good. You're I changing, shower. you're diapering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How about help? Like, I think a lot of people probably assume that you have like 12 nannies and whatever, but I know because I've spoken to you on the phone, sometimes when there's crying in the background, that a lot of times you're just doing it on your own. True? False? No, true. I have <laughs> true, help. True. <laughs> true. I have help because I work as well. So I have someone with her um, and... But I don't, I'm not, someone's not around the clock with her. I love being hands-on, but whenever I have to work, I do. But the beauty of our job, and I always feel, it sounds so cliche, but I am so blessed and fortunate because we film a reality show. So as much as like we're at the house, I try to have her with me as much as possible. And 
you know, when we're out and about, I let she's on a really strict schedule. So because I'm crazy, but and I have her in music classes and art classes, and I have her doing those things. Right. But as much as I can, I'm with her as much as possible. What speaking of them, this is an issue that's come up a few times in my private practice with people that have had reality shows. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody in your family. What has been the feeling of Tristan and other of the dads? I know Scott's on the show about having the kids in the reality show on social media so very public. Any pushback anywhere in your clan on that? In regards to Tristan or any of the dads? Any of the dads. I think every family is different. I know for, it's interesting, for Courtney, it was more her personally that she didn't want to have her kids so much on the show. Right. Um, Once they started, I think, talking more and doing that when they were babies, I don't really think she minded that much. Right. Um, Kim and Kanye, they're fine. Um, I think just as long as, you know, it doesn't interfere with school in any way, right. they're all fine. And then for me, True is like, she's literally attached to me at the hip. So how could she's, she not be? She's just a part of me. And when she's around, I just, she's so cute. So and so, cute. no, I mean, Tristan just has always known this is just what I do. And I filmed, you know, my pregnancy and labor. It's just like what... I'm very open, and right. this is something I signed up for. And he kind of knew this was like the package That's you got. That's how we roll. Yeah. Got it. Let's talk a little bit about marriage and divorce, since this is called Divorce Sucks. So what year did you – you met Lamar at – 2009. Met a World Pieces party. Yes. yes. How do you remember? You're <laughs> Because so I remember good. when you guys met. We, oh we represented Meta too. So, okay. Yeah. What was his real name? That was uh, – Ron Artest. Yes. Yes. That's actually how I knew him. Yes. I didn't call him Meta. But anyway – I didn't He's call the him nicest, anything. by the way. He so is. you met at his party, and one month later, whirlwind romance, mm-hmm. you and Lamar Odom tie the knot. 30 days, ex- literally 30 days. Yes. I met him August 27th, and I got married September 27th. Okay. And it was rocky, but it was, there was a lot of love in that relationship. There was, yeah. So, and then you guys split up, mm-hmm. and he had the stroke during the pending divorce, yes? Yes. Okay. He OD'd during the divorce. And then I was his next of kin, even though it was still, the divorce was still, it was on the judge's desk yes, because I, it was oh, I remember. like two years <laughs> or like a year or two yes. of like us trying to get the divorce going and yes. whatever. And then this happened and then we paused the divorce, not for any romantic reasons, but I wanted to be able to help take care of him and make sure that he would be okay again. I think he said actually recently in an interview with maybe, I don't know if it was Daily Mail or something, that he knew when he woke up in the hospital and he saw his ex there that he knew it must have been bad. I remember I remember he woke up and the first thing he said was, hey, babe. And I was like, or baby or something. And I was like, oh, God, what year does he <laughs> I remember I was like, oh, no, what did I do? Because I was like, does he know? And then he went right back right. to sleep because he was in a coma, woke right. up saw me, I might have put him back into a coma. I don't know. He probably was terrified. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. Meanwhile, I'm getting texts. Can you go? Can you go? Can you get it back? I said, get it back from where? It's in the black hole that is Los Angeles Superior Court. And I remember running down there and saying to one of the clerks, like, listen, I represent Khloe Kardashian. I know you might have heard about Lamar Odom. The woman was like, it was like when you go to the DMV. She like just shook her head. Nope. And I said, okay, so anyway, she's the next of kin and we really want to see if we can get this back. And she just shook her head and I was like, you can't do it for, you can't do it for the Kardashians. And she goes, first I said, you can't do it for me because I knew some of these clothes. You can't, they can't just do it for me. I'm down here all the time. Solemn shake that. Can you, can you do it for Khloe Kardashian? 
solemn shake of the head. And it was literally like out of a romantic comedy. I said, can you do it for love? And she like, her eyes kind of raised. I mean, nobody uh-huh. in divorce court. And she like slowly, like the sloth and whatever that movie is, walks back. to, And somehow she comes out with the paper. No. And I like ran back to my car and we were good. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that yeah. part. I yeah. just remember you were like, I was running with the paper. Like you had like the golden <laughs> ticket in Willy Wonka. You were like, I got it. We got it. I mean, that's unheard of. You give it and you never want to see it again. Right. You just want it stamped and done. Right. But we got it back. Anyway, do you and you you're still in touch with Lamar? Kind of. Yeah, every now. I mean, every now and then, there's no like issues. Bad blood. Or, yeah, there's right. no bad blood. There's no anything. It just didn't work out. And I think he's an incredible person, and I just want the best for him. But there's no negative anything. Good. Okay. And then you met Tristan when? I met Tristan about almost three years ago. And for a little while, you were staying in Cleveland. Yes. I was always baby? back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Girls got to work. That's right. Girls got to work. Not a lot of not a lot of work in Cleveland. No, not no. for me. How? Who was doing the nails when you were in Cleveland? No, I actually found someone. Really? That um, some of the teammates' wives told me about someone. So okay. You, more people like these nails than you think. I, no, I think they're fantastic. <laughs> I just can't. I can barely do you, what I do without like nails. Johnny and Shelly, everyone. Shelly does too. Well, also, my grandma, Faye Cooper, had those nails my whole life. And she would play the piano. And so you could hear the the music, but then you could hear the little clicking on the keys underneath the melody. With a name like Faye, you have to have. She was a flapper. I mean, she was fantastic. And she had to buy children's shoes. Well, she got a little bigger than she is. She literally was so small that she had to buy children's shoes. She's like Courtney. Meanwhile, exactly. Meanwhile, she gave birth to a baby who was over 10 pounds, which is why my mom's name is Bunny, because when she was born in the hospital, they were like, what a cute bunny, this huge oh baby. Oh, my God. And in my mother's defense, she's not huge anymore. She's right. Not, she's beautiful, <laughs> slender woman. All right. Anyone on the horizon right now? No. I'm not even thinking. You're not like on Bumble? That. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not on anything. I don't, but it's, I don't care to be. Right. I'm so in love with True and being with her and enjoying every minute. I know that probably just sounds like the you know, no, it doesn't. the typical answer, but I'm working. I'm working on myself, mind, body, soul, that other cliche. But um, I'm just happy and I want to filter through just whatever I feel like I need to filter through. But my focus right now is true. I don't feel a sense of urgency to be in a relationship or even to go on a date. Right. I don't want to. Right. No, I mean, I think it's really true. You need to take some time to kind of reset, figure out who you are. Keeping Up with the Kardashians is in its 16th season, which premiered on March 31st, 2019, and currently filming the 17th, which will air this fall. The show airs on the E! Network, and filming for the upcoming 17th season has already begun. KUWTK is broadcast internationally to 160-plus countries and is available to 120 million-plus subscribers via E's 15 linear channels and three branded SVOD channels throughout Canada, Europe, the Middle East, Africa, Latin America, Australia, New Zealand, and Asia Pacific. And tell us about what is it? Great American, good American, good American. It's gonna, yes. it's, I think it's great American. But and <laughs> I'm wearing. You look amazing. So my denim now. Thank okay. you. Uh, good American is a denim line that I started about two years ago, and it's a full range from zero to size twenty four. And you have to. I carry whoever wants to carry my brand. They have to carry the entire brand in one department. Good. Um, I used to be heavier, and they used to 
separate me all the time. So this brand is really special to me. What do you mean they used to separate you? Like if me and my sisters would go out to buy denim, let's say the size that I would want, like that I would need, I would have to go to like the fourth floor where, you know, it's like dark and you need a flashlight to find your size. Well, Courtney and Kim are prancing around, (laughs) you know, and they're Frankie B's in a size zero or whatever. So I always felt, I know my ass couldn't fit into those, but it's okay. So (laughs) let's talk about why you, and is it Emma? Uh Okay. Why did you guys decide to make this brand as uh, not just for, for everybody, but my understanding is it's for curvier. Even if you're a zero, it's curvier. It's for anybody, but it is for people. Like I've had that question a lot. People like, so do you have to have hips and a butt and all that? And you don't it's, but it is for just the woman shape. And the reason why it takes more to do it is because you have to have a different pattern maker for each size to adjust to hips. Okay. So yes, um, you don't have to have hips, but it fits a lot better if you You do. do. Okay. But if you don't have hips, you can still wear it. Just just don't fill them out as well. (laughs) All right. Tell us a little bit, if you can, about when I, I'm jumping around and I'm sorry, but it was pretty quick in 91, mom married Bruce. Yeah, okay. I think they married within six months. Yeah, I think. So they get married and then you have Brody and... Brody, Brandon, Brandon. Bert, and Casey. Okay. Those are your stepbrothers. Yeah. Okay. And sister. And, sister. and are you still in touch with them? Get along with them? I get along with them. We just don't talk a lot. Right. But for no... There's no reason. If I ever see them, I think they're... You know, so sweet and super great. I know Kendall and Kylie still talk Are to them because okay. they're half. Yes, um, which I just hate the word half. I was word. just going to say, I, and your we, sisters, because I, I don't call my sons half brothers. Your yeah. sisters, we don't right. do that. So, but I know people get confused well, they get, by yeah, it. They need a flow chart. So. Yeah, so it's a lot. <laughs> I know, but um, yeah, it's there's no reason. Um, everyone has kids. I just think everyone's just kind of busy. busy. Yeah. Now your relationship currently with Caitlin. Um, I'm fine with Caitlin. There's you know, I saw Caitlin recently, trying to think when, but yeah, when I see Caitlin, it's fine. I think we've really come a long way. Um, it was a struggle, I think, for all of us. But um, at first, the transition, not because she was transitioning, I think, from just how it was all handled. Right. But I also think when your emotions die down, you're able to really look at everything and be like, we're all humans and we're all trying to figure this out. And we've you, all got our own shit to go through. We all have our own shit. And who, like, I could only imagine how difficult that had to be to tell your children something like that. But at the time, uh, information was withheld from us. Right. And we had to find out through either media channels or other things. Right. Like we just were, I think all our feelings were hurt. Right. But other than now, I think we're all in a really good place. And I think we all just want everybody to just be happy yeah. with whoever they are. I remember when it was happening, mom was really supportive. And I remember thinking, wow, this is amazing. And she said something really interesting. She said, he's always going to like girls. You don't, you people have this misconception that he wants to become a she so that she can date men and he's gay. He's always going to like girls. And she's dating a woman right now, correct? I believe. Yes, I I believe that she is a transgendered woman as well. Yes. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. I think so. I haven't, I haven't dug deep enough into that all. I think so. Okay. Think have so. you met this woman? No. I have. No, oh, no, okay. she's really, really sweet too. She's really sweet. She's younger, but they're just like, she's not bothering anyone. She's super sweet. Right. But I will say my mom is like superwoman. She 
just to go through everything that she's been through, that's also something that it's a takeaway for us and someone that we get to really look up to on that level with just how to co-parent, how to deal with divorce. And yes, I'm sure I remember during the like the initial couple months of it, it's traumatic and her emotions are really high. And that's expected. I think right. if they weren't, that would be weird. Um, and I, when you have emotions, I know because there was love there and all of that. So I really, but how she's handled it and still how she has never involved Kendall and Kylie in any of her stuff, no. whatever she feels. She might vent to me and my other sisters because we're older and we're less emotionally attached as Kendall right. and Kylie would be. Now that but, there's no Reebok pump shoes anymore. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm pissed about that. <laughs> But they'll be back. They'll be back. I'm pissed. (laughs) But besides that, I think she's handled everything with such grace and elegance. And it's a like something that I really admire. No, she's been so fantastic as kind of a role model. And again, there are plenty of people who have things to say about the Kardashians that have never met the Kardashians. What and and this must be interesting for you. What you see, I have always felt is really what you get. How is it being on camera all the time? You know, it's and I know this has been going on for a while, so you're used to it. But take us back to you know season one. Was that crazy bizarre? Well, I remember at first. So Courtney and I, we had our dash stores, and we really didn't care. We didn't really understand like what this show is and what you guys just want to film us and do what they're like whatever you're doing. And we were like, well, okay, we're in the stores, but okay. And then I remember we were like, let's do it, but we were told, um, I guess the show didn't. Uh, I guess a show didn't make air. So they were like, well, you got to film this show, but don't get too comfortable here. You're probably not going to get a second season. And they basically like brushed us off. And we were like, oh, okay. So I guess we're not really going to do much. But so Courtney and I didn't even think. We were like, whatever. This show is like stupid. Nothing's going to last. Like we were told it wasn't going to last. And then so we were filming, but mindlessly. Right. And I think that was like the beauty of it. So then we've always just been really natural in front because we don't, think twice about it. Um, obviously, the show took off and we stayed longer than one season. But um, And it's enjoyable for us. We try to keep as much as the same people behind the scenes, like cameramen and lighting. Because right, they become family too, kind of. They do. And they've, you know, they see you at your best, your worst, and you feel you, it's become second nature. And if you're fighting or this, you don't feel like, oh my God, they can't hear about this. Let's take this well, into another room. that's the part room. that I can't, like, I think I saw a clip with you and Courtney kind of going at it for a second. <laughs> and I was, and then can, I definitely saw the clip of her last week, earlier this week on Ellen, where she was, because Ellen wanted to know about your breakup with Tristan. And she said, you know, my sister's really good at handling her emotions. And I remember thinking, what, how does that feel? I mean, I don't, I would not want one of my siblings talking about me on a show, but Fortunately, none of my siblings are ever going to be on a show, and you guys were doing your own thing yeah. on your own show. I know. It gets tricky, and I think with – it's funny. With our reality show, we feel like we have time to explain something, and there's like a beginning, middle, and end. Like we're allowed to say – it's not just a sound bite. And right. when you do a talk show, sometimes they can just be sound bites. So it's right. a little – you have to be much more – careful. You definitely have to think before you speak on a talk show. Right. You know, that's, and Ellen's so nice that she, you know, but every, still. You no, know, it's great. It's not about who it is. I think it's just you have a, like a three minute interview and you have to get out a whole story in like 45 seconds. And sometimes you don't say it right and you're nervous or whatever. And Courtney sometimes gets really nervous. Um, <laughs> Did she say it right? I mean, what she said sounded nice. No, I just was bummed said, that they were, she was even being asked about it because I think what she, said she was, was trying to talk about Poosh. 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What she said was great. I just think it's so... I, whenever I'm answering about my sisters, I get more nervous and I think it makes somebody think, oh, she's hiding something. And I'm like, I'm really not. I just don't ever want to say the wrong thing when it comes to another person, right? whether that be a friend or a family member. When it comes to myself, whatever, if I mess it up, it's on me. It's fine. But on our show, I think it's way more natural because we're able to... We have more time. It's not so like you're on a, like a, we're not beating the clock. Right. So we feel much more natural doing it, I would think. But I do think keeping the same people around has really helped us just feel like we can do anything and everything. Has there been anything horrible that's ever happened with one of the behind the scenes people? Has anyone hooked up with any of the behind the scenes people? Like any of us? Yeah. No, but there's been like Ryan is hey, ma- Ryan. is married to one of our producers, Amanda. Oh, that's cool. And they met doing Chloe and Lamar. Right? Yeah. In Dallas. When See, we, you're just we, spreading I'm, the love. You know what? That's what we do here. <laughs> so I know like uh, production, right. they have love romances, but Are there certain people, certain camera people, certain producers that you guys have as favorites? Like they're going to feature me more on this show or he's going to show a better side of me. If I he's think everyone knows to feature me the most. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But no, I we honestly we just all get along really well, and I think we all are super lucky. Just and like all of our kids love them, they call them the filmers, and it's like it's just a great work environment. But it's a great weird mishmash of a family. Right now, yeah. Rob's not very often on the show anymore, right? No, not He's anymore. Opted out mostly. Yeah. But but Dream is sometimes, mm-hmm. and she's with her cousins a lot. Oh, she's the best. Yes. I. What's I the age difference yesterday. between her, Stormy, and True? Um, so Stormy True in Chicago, uh, Chicago and Stormy are two weeks apart. Okay. And then True and the other two are about two and a half, three months apart. Okay. And so we call them the triplets. That's a lot of babies. It's a lot. And then the triplets, so they're like about one, one and three months. And then Dream is about two and a half. Okay. She's a little bit older. That's been But we do, I host a messy art class every Wednesday with all the cousins okay. and Dream's in it. But she's like the ringleader because she's the oldest. She's the oldest. It's really she's cute. She's the big girl. Yeah. And then what's the ne- who's the next up? One of Kim's, right? Being born? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he will be here soon. Yes. This month. I know. Yeah. Oh I God. thought it was going to be April, but she said <sighs> she's going to come on the show and talk about surrogacy, which I think will be very interesting. She told me when I said I was coming here, she was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it too. Did she bring you my shirt that no. says Kim is my lawyer? Is that where it came from? <laughs> no. Oh, I just saw it and I texted I I her and I was like, too. I need that shirt. Oh, because she was like, I don't know who sent these to me. I was going to say, oh my God, we found out who did it. That's <laughs> so funny. No, I think it was the designer that did it. The guy Cloney, have... he didn't do it. I, I thought he, I thought I read somewhere he sent them and oh. I was like, I need one of those well, shirts. Well, maybe That's funny. you're the one who just figured this out, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> We've been trying to figure it out. That's me. I'm on the case. See? Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Mother's Day is just around the corner. Jen and I always talk about throwing a pair of hoops. By the way, mine are from Claire's from forever ago still. They're like rotting, but they were. They're really cute. <laughs> Now's the perfect time to check out Mama Said with Jamie Lynn Sigler and Jenna Paris on Podcast One. Brought to you by the Lady Gang Network. If he does something negative, like shove his brother or call the nanny stupid, mm-hmm. which he did yesterday, we take him away. Download new episodes of Mama Said every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Divorce sucks. 
and it's the name of this podcast. I'm your host, Laura Wasser, and our guest today is literally one of the most fascinating women in the world. She's one of four children born to Chris and Robert Kardashian and the youngest sister of Courtney and Kim. We're talking about parenting and family today, so let's get back to that with a clip from season 16 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians airing now. Boss Joko has come so highly recommended. People from the States fly to Bali to see this man. Hi. The straw sucking with my knee. I didn't know all that was happening. Says if you could use a little bit of your hair. Yeah, it's big though. We didn't really get the emotional connection we were looking for with our first healer, so we were recommended to somebody named Ratu. He's cleaning it. He's cleaning it. Cleaning me? Yeah. Hawaiian doesn't want us to leave Bali without getting the experience we really want. Your father's here. My father? Okay. Oh. Anaknya kemar nomor dua. Yeah, the second boy. I have a second boy, boy that's boy, coming in May. Oh, di sana dia turun. That's where he's going to be reincarnated. Oh, wow. Kadang ketakutan, dia kadang-kadang. Sometimes you don't trust the person that you're with now. Sometimes you feel fear. Ever since what's happened between Tristan and I, I fight an inner battle with myself in regards to what is the best thing to do for my relationship and for me. Every soul will have a soul mate. It's up to you how you want to end up this life, together or not together. This is getting deep. We've come to such a good place. Like, we're finally able to travel together as a family. There's so many positives, but the whole soulmate thing comes up, I think, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a lot to think about. I left the healer, you know, thinking about life. We're definitely at a great place. Yeah. We're very lucky. We're very much on the same everything. Yeah. I think it's honestly been better than ever. I think you two co-parent phenomenally. And it's gotten to that point so much faster than most people would. Like, my dad and my mom took years and years. I mean, Sophia knew going into this that I was extremely close with Courtney. She was like, listen, I will never get in between you and your family and your children. Just speak to me and make me comfortable. I owe a lot to Courtney for the times that I missed when I wasn't the best partner to her. So I feel like I will forever be making up for that lost time for the rest of her life. Now that we're back from Bali, we're doing a photo shoot for Halloween where we're all dressing up as Victoria's Secret angels. If anyone's ready, come out. That, okay, so the Bali thing. I don't watch the show. I'm sorry. I'm Sundays are not little, a great... You're a little busy. <laughs> a little busy. I know. But Johnny keeps me updated for the most part. He told me about the burping. What oh. the f*** was that about? Uh, I, well, they should warn you, too, because you're doing a reading, and you want to be respectful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this guy... If I, I would have looked at your sister... It, or if I was your sister and she had looked at you in any of those, I would have died. No, well, she was sitting a little behind me. Right. They, they kept us staggered. But when we saw him, we were like, oh, my God, the rubies and the bun and the biz- like the wisdom of like in his beard. Like I was like, this is the one. Right. And then he just starts burping. And I was like, oh, and but to Kim, he was like, oh, you're so charming. Like the translator kept saying all these flattering things about Kim. And then me is like just burping away in my face. I was like, okay, I got to go sit over here again. I mean, and again, some of the things on this show seemed, I mean, really raw. 
I mean, I don't know what the plot line is with the Sophia of it all and and the Courtney and the Scott. And I know some of it is kind of like, ooh, we'll give a little teaser here and whatever. Well, I and it's true. When Sophia Richie got into the relationship with Scott, she knew that he was a Kardashian, so to speak. He's part of that whole world, mm-hmm. just like when you and Tristan got together. So saying now at this point, oh, I don't want you hanging with her, whatever. I just recently took a vacation with my ex and his oh, wow. 34-year-old girlfriend oh, wow. and my kids. Yeah. I mean, it does take some doing. But it, it, if we can change the way people approach breakups and getting back together, obviously, Scott and Courtney weren't married, but they may as well have been. Right. They've got kids. They're, They're doing for over this. 10 years. Yeah, so I mean – they were for, for what we're talking about here. They were married. Right. So to be able to know that when you get into a relationship, so much of the stuff we talk about on this show is, you know, new chapters and your next person and how you present yourself. I mean, no matter what, you're always going to have a kid and she's mm-hmm. always going to be the primary important thing in your life. If you're with someone that a doesn't like kids, b doesn't like her, I can't imagine, right. or C, doesn't like the idea that you are in this with another person, a co-parent right. with whom you're going to have to get along and coordinate, that's not going to be the right person for you. No, and I think, I mean, Scott has like like just matured leaps and bounds, and he's so amazing, and he's always been incredible with the kids, but I think his approach to everything right now with Courtney and Sophia both is really honorable. And he's very honest, and he's told Sophia, uh, apparently they had a talk about his relationship and, and dynamic, how it will be with Courtney and the kids. And I I really respect that. I think open lines of communication is really what is the most beneficial thing for any relationship. But, you know, everyone's respectful. I think Sophia is an awesome person, um, way more mature than I could probably be. At tw- I think she's 20 or 21, and I don't think I could have handled that at that age. Um, and she's great with the kids. And she respects Courtney, and Courtney respects her, and that's a huge key element. Huge, absolutely huge. So Courtney just turned forty. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, she had a little bit of a meltdown leading up to it, but um, she's fine now. I think now that it's like Past. done. I turned fifty last year, and that would, would what would be what I would say to someone is the the impending doom mm-hmm. of that moment. And then mm-hmm. once it's done, you're like, oh god, okay, got got that over with. Now I'm there. Were you like that at forty? As well, I was like that at at every age, and then once, and I generally have tried to be away. Like I don't want to be in town and have some big party. I try to go away, and then I come back. I've never been able to like lie about my age because I grew up here. Everybody would be like, "Bitch, you graduated in 1986 (laughs) from Beverly Hills High School. Do not try to tell me you didn't." That being said, I don't need to have like last year was my son's bar mitzvah. So people said, "What are you doing for your 50th?" And I'm like, "I'm having a bar mitzvah for my son." my party but yeah i don't i i once i was away i had it i took some tequila shots wherever i was and then came back and then it was done tequila fixes everything it really really does it really does trying to throw courtney a birthday party was one of the most stressful moments of probably my life um it was bizarre there were so many rules and restrictions and boundaries and then okay i don't want to party okay i do want to party oh Oh, oh, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Like literally like two days prior. Yeah, she was like, happens. I'm not doing this anymore. Wait till 50. I'm like, oh, you're f-ing doing it. But it's good that you're able to go through this and see how she handles it. Same with the kids. Like she's a good guinea pig for yeah. all you guys. You go do it and we'll watch you and then we'll see what, what we want to take away from this for it to be the best. Well, I hope that's just too um, emotionally. That's too much for anybody to bear. So I hope I'm not like that. You had you had a there was a big couple of weeks because there was her birthday there was the CBD baby shower. Well, first, it was True's first birthday, right? Then, and which I threw, and then yes. I threw Courtney's 
birthday, which was four days later. Oh, Jesus. Then okay. it was Easter. Right. Which is, you know, Easter at the Kardashians. Easter, you right. know, it's a big thing. And then um, Coachella. Then it was, yeah. Well, that was at Easter. Okay. It was that was Kanye's okay. service. Yes. Saw some of that. And then uh, it was Kim's CBD shower. So it was a lot of events. And then what about Travis's birthday, yeah, oh too? God, that, was, that was, yes, it's all a blur. And then Travis's was just on Tuesday. What Amazing. Day is it? Today is Thursday. Okay. It was just two nights ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, do you guys have a little bit of downtime now, or not even? With no parties. No. We What's never next? Do. Well, I'm on. I'm around in case the uh, surrogate goes into labor early. Okay. So I'm on baby watch. Okay. Um, it's May, and then we have Scott's birthdays in May. There's a birthday or something in every month. And it's only going to get more because yes. there's only going to be more procreation in this family. I know. It's really crazy. We need to start doing Secret Santas or something. I think that, that would be helpful. Yeah. And then there's the Christmas party. Oh, yeah. All That's right. huge but amazing. It is huge but amazing. I still Wasn't have some fake flocking on my bottom of my boots that I wore. It was amazing. It was a winter wonderland in Calabasas. Yes. <laughs> which we don't yes. ever see in Calabasas. Tell us a little bit about books. Books. You guys together have done a bunch. Yeah. You've done a couple yourself. Mm-hmm. Most recently was Strong, Strong Looks Better Naked. Naked. Yes. Um, I did that. That was a really good therapeutic book for me. It's a self-help book. Um, was this around the same time as Revenge Body? I mean, there's been a lot of body stuff with you. You definitely make women feel like it's beautiful to be any shape, size, and that it's totally fine. I think you have been on the forefront of this as we've seen body images of girls and women change. Um, And everything that you have done that I've seen has been amazing in terms of saying, this is me, this is what I look like, and I I look good. Well, that thank you. Well, that's my... Goal. I just want everyone to feel good within their own skin and whatever that means. If that means you want to work out all day, if that means you don't, I just want people to be healthy. I don't really care what you look like. I just want people to be healthy and to put themselves first if that's mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, I do think once we start taking care of our mental, then physically just kind of falls into into place. place. Right. Um, And that's really just what I try to preach. And sometimes I say it because I need to hear it for myself. It's not always that I'm trying to preach to somebody else. Sometimes I need to say positive affirmations for myself to hear it. Right. Um, is that and is that what Strong Looks Better yes, Naked strong is looks about? Strong Looks Better Naked. I wrote it after my divorce, but during like I was still going through my long divorce, but right. I it was really therapeutic for me, and it was about just overcoming struggles and really just being strong mentally and mind, body, soul, and. Um, tips that I do to either release anxiety or how do I get uh, everyone asks like how did you lose all this weight but how do you keep it off and how are you consistent and just a bunch of but give us a couple that well we'll all buy the book still but tell like tell us you know I know you a lot of times you lead with I know this is cliche or I know this is corny but I think people really want to hear this from you Chloe well, so and give us I some. really love it I mean and I the, I really try to have a really positive mentality every day and even like we all have shit and it's tough, but you just mind over matter. And I really do think the more, the kinder we are to ourselves, then that's going to have a ripple effect and eventually create a wave. But I do think that you have to start small. And when people are like, okay, tomorrow, day one, I'm going to clean out my fridge and I'm going to have no sugar, no dairy, no carbs. You're setting yourself up for failure. When I first started losing weight, I eliminated one. I was like sodas this week. I did so no sodas for one whole week. Then you get into it. You're not like, I used to have candy, do whatever you normally do, just take out sodas, then add a second thing, then it's sodas and let's say white 
starch or whatever. You have to slowly go into it. Then on top of that, I would work out. I would start two days a week. Then when I built up an endurance for it, then I added three and then four. No one, I really do think doing crazy diets or fasting, I've, I've done all of it. I've taken crazy over-the-counter pills or whatever, you know, just to help um, suppress appetite, suppress my appetite. build muscle, whatever they promise they whatever. do. That's not the answer. And I also don't think there's a one-size-fits-all. Right. I think everyone following what somebody says is crazy. I think you have to take tips and tricks from everybody else and see what works in your life and what you do. What's your job? How many kids do you have? And it also just focusing on yourself. I think doing things little by little is the way to go. And that's how you keep things off and you right. keep it going because then it becomes a lifestyle rather than just a fad that you're right. doing for fit in my jeans by right. Friday or I got to look good by June or whatever. And I th- good American does workout clothes too. I think I mm-hmm. saw your sister in some. So it's not yes. just denim. It's, no, it's, a whole... it started with denim, but then we ventured off into bodysuits and sweats. And now my baby is the active wear because I love to work out. Right. And so I want to look cute and things that fit good. Where do you work out? What do you do? What's your regime these days? I love circuit training with cardio intervals. So I love weights. I love to tone. Um, but after the baby, it was a lot more cardio and just building my like endurance back. And, and I like to do a lot with true. So we go on a ton of walks and hikes, right. but I want to show her that being active is good. And I want to be an active mom. Right. Um, I'm like that with my nieces and nephews. We, I'm always on the trampoline with them or running around and I love to play and I have, I have a lot of energy, but I want to show them that it's okay to be healthy. And it's funny, like we will box Courtney and I on, uh, her, basketball court and then Mason will join us. It's good that they see right. they can be active and it's still fun. And it doesn't have to be something where you're paying attention to your weight because that's not what it's for. It's for our health. Right. And so just to show your kids to be active and be outside, especially in the day with everything is just Devices. social. Yeah. Devices. A tablet of this, an iPad. It's like, oh, put it down. Minecraft, Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. Oh, I see with Mason. It is wild. All right. So in every episode of Divorce Sucks, we have what we call the interrogatories, which are questions we ask. So are you ready to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I like that answer. Would you ever consider getting married again? Yes. What is your favorite breakup song? Oh, anything by like Sam Smith or Adele. Okay. She's getting divorced. I know. Oh, I know. Well, again, I don't didn't know her, didn't know her husband, but I don't why do we say, Oh, I know. I don't she's know. probably fine. It's, I'm sure she's fine. I mean, sadly, maybe I'll have another really good breakup album for myself. Yes, I think you will. But what I'm hearing is that that is definitely the, the stuff that's, that's going the, into this album or went I into it. I do know that as fed up and shitty as it all feels while you're going through it, I've learned from my first ex-husband <laughs> that um, it's going to be okay. And like, no matter how hard and everything it is and love. Wait, you're it, backing into my next question. Oh my God. What, what would that? you say to cheer up someone going through a breakup? Okay. <laughs> I answered it. That's it. That I really do think that you need to go through your feelings and have them and don't be afraid to have them. But I, Lamar was so hard for me because that was the first time I really had my heart broken and it, I put my all into that marriage. And I think, me knowing that I could survive that and like, it's going to be okay. And life gets better. But I look at life from always a positive aspect. I would rather have experienced 
those moments that I had of greatness and then it, I had to lose it, then never to have experienced that. You ever. know, there's a saying. Better what? to have loved and lost than yes. never to have loved at all. That's and exactly the truth. Don't like hide, folks. Don't Get out hide. There. And life is about love and breaking up. And then you find you'll find someone again once you heal. But never find someone just because you want to distract right. yourself and that you're, yeah, and that you're bored because it's never going to be the right person. That will be more destructive to you. Find someone when you really want to receive a great level of love and respect. Do you have besides your sisters? Obviously, do you have good girlfriends? I do. I have great girlfriends. I have. My two best friends are identical twins, and I've known them since I've been 15. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Who, who are they? Give Malika a and Khadijah. Okay. Um, one is married. One is not. The one that's not is a crazy lunatic with relationships, like, but amazing. She's like just the sweetest, like most loving, like hopeless romantic, and I love it. But she has a boyfriend now, and she's just like amazing, and just she's just so cute. What do you guys all – what is between you and the twins and your other girlfriends and then your sisters and mom and everyone, how do you all deal with it when somebody brings home someone that's like, uh-uh? Ah, that's a good question. I, don't, I think we're all really respectful of how – like we all just want to be happy and we're all just figuring out life, you know, all of us. Um, and yeah, sometimes we make really bad decisions. I think we will give – I mean, with the sisters, we definitely will say, give our opinions, but we're not going to make someone feel like alienated or... Right. So have your sisters been harder on Tristan than you have been on Tristan? I think at times, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely the the first cheating scandal right. thing. Oh my God. Well, I had a baby in 48 hours after finding out about that, but my sisters were livid. Yeah, and they, You don't want to cross a Kardashian. No. Or a Jenner. And... All of them were not happy. The littles it. get involved too, right? The littles got involved. There was fight. I remember like, because they had to be with, oh, can you imagine <laughs> someone having this whole situation happen? And then I go into labor and we're all stuck in one delivery room and just Tristan. And I'm sure he deserved that really right. awkward moment. Though. Right. He did. So if it wasn't for <laughs> anything, if no one yelled at him, at least there was that. But um, the littles get involved too. And okay, that wasn't part of my interrogatory. No, it's I just okay. threw it in there. Sorry, Johnny, I went off your little script. Um, what rom com romance film could you watch on oh, repeat? I'm a sucker for a J Lo rom com. Mm-hmm. I am. Did you um, see the wedding planner? I did. I love that. I love when the her wedding heel planner. got stuck in the thing and the thing was coming down the street. And he tackles her. I yeah. know. I love J Lo. That and then um Meryl Streep, uh, with Alex it's complicated yes loved oh my god my mom and I have watched it I think 900 times he is so funny in it so funny and she's just so charming like everyone's so cute and that's about divorce them getting back together cheating that's a good that is a very good one that's a good one for you yes it is a good one for me (laughs) Chloe thank you so much for being here today on Divorce Sucks Thank you for having me. You can follow Chloe on Instagram and Snapchat at Chloe Kardashian. I'm sure everybody already knows that. You definitely should watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I am going to start watching Sundays <laughs> on E! at 9 p.m. And thanks for listening to Divorce Sucks. Let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes. And remember, divorce is not a failure and it doesn't have to be a nightmare, even though it does suck. It's an evolution of the way your family functions. More later, I'm Laura Wasser and this is Divorce Sucks. Divorce Sucks. 